0: Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 275 for Friday, May 14th. I'm your host, Derek Thompson. With me as always, we have Bradley Bichino. Oh, hello, Derek. Oh, don't find good, me. Good to uh, see you.
1: I'm just cracking one open, TGIF.
0: Oh, man. Oh, you're telling me. What a week. it's. It's I been know. a doozy. It's been a doozer. A lot of campaigning. Uh, I'd say I'm a little uh, war-weary. Uh... I think it's affecting the populace of my local uh, settlements. Um, oh,
1: shit. You yeah. gotta whip those little snappers back in line.
0: Yeah, I do. Although, actually, what happens is keep if they they get fed right to the other rats.
1: What so, I've been playing fuck? a lot
0: more Total Warhammer too. <laughs> <laughs> like, all week, to continue the Warhammer, and I guess to resume the Total Warhammer, um... You kind of inspired me to play, just start, a, a whole other campaign, and then that led to another campaign. Uh, oh boy. Have I, you played?
1: Did you play a full campaign between the last time I talked to you? Not a like full, one? but oh. a
0: big one. Big like one. Like a, a long one. Like I, so I started out as um, one of the lizard men, and it was the one that, it's like. Krokgar or no i don't know if that's his name that might be it it's Krokgar and then he comes with a secondary guy called croak who's a big frog dude who sits on a palanquin and uh floats around casting just like nuclear spells like ex- just exploding enemy whole enemy teams or uh, armies he can just blow them up it's incredible um hmm. uh, Pretty sure that was one of the DLC uh, factions. I don't know which one, but recently we've—I've also been playing a lot of. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you'll know I've been playing a lot of uh, that uh, Vermintide, and I played Ikket Claw, one of the uh, Skaven uh, leaders, not long ago. But I decided to give it another take another crack at it. I feel like last time I kind of fizzled out. I didn't like do it right. I guess. This time, I am just... Oh, death incarnate. Claw is the best, because he is all of the machinery of the Skaven, of the rat people. It's all machine guns and flamethrowers and just uh, grenades and just the craziest shit ever to just annihilate enemy armies. Um, And, yeah, even today, in... uh, uh, a battle just uh, less than an hour ago i ambushed an, uh, a human army and just surrounded it with flamethrower rats and then just i just started the battle and then boom just fire rained all around them and just completely obliterated the enemy uh, army just gone um Dang. and it's moments like that that ugh i just whew, yeah, i love I this game i just got
1: those flame those flame throwing dwarf, dwarfs. Oh yeah. And uh, I haven't quite figured them out yet. They weren't too strong yeah, against the armies I was playing, I, or maybe I'm just I, haven't figured out the right formation yet. That's kind of the, what I'm trying to learn right now. Is I've ex, I've excelled through, you know, the first hundred turns or so, but the chaos showed up at my doorstep. <clears throat> Oof. And they're fucking wrecking me. Yeah, Man. they're going to
0: have like multiple stacks of of units and like just oh, they they can be really really rough. Um yeah. especially if you don't have like another faction to like take the brunt of them of their wrath basically. Um cuz yeah, they just sweep down from the north. Uh, at around turn 100, and it's kind of up to the world that <laughs> exists at that stage. Like, what's happened in the world so far? How strong are the good guys in general? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to kind of determine uh, whether or not the world survives the invasion. Or the bad guys, I guess. I mean, uh, it's not like the Von Karsteins love chaos either, but um, yeah, it's... <sighs> I... I am having such a good time though but all of this also comes on the heels of yesterday's announcement and first gameplay reveal i guess not announcement but first gameplay reveal of total war warhammer 3. they had a uh, live stream where they showed off the first gameplay footage and it was of a new type of battle which is as a long time total war fan i am very very excited about uh but not only that but they're also adding in the uh, ability to like reinforce and buff your army mid combat and Hmm. build like barricades and towers um not like full-on command and conquer style like base building but more like like shoring up your defenses before the next wave of enemies kind of thing uh and some longer battles that involve units that aren't like immediately there um and other, uh, I think the other one they showed was a control point, uh, or I don't think they showed it, but they, they talked about it. There's like a domination, conquest mode or something, uh, where it's like control point capture, and that's neat because it's just like different variations on that uh, combat model. Because that's that, that same combat model's existed for 20 years now. Of you know, here's one army, here's the other army. Let let's see which one <laughs> who can win this. Like yeah. There's a lot of factors at play here, but like, yeah, how are you going to do it? How are you going to uh, figure into it? Uh, I've also learned that recently they made some changes to like how trees work, I guess, which is 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 kind of wild. Uh, like in the current build, like,
1: like in the current game, in uh, yeah. Warham, Total Warhammer 2?
0: Yeah, now uh, if you, you can put ranged units in trees and for like one second after they shoot, uh, their bullets will go through trees ma- meaning like you can basically take cover in a tree and uh, just the idea is like an archer s- wouldn't shoot at a tree directly in front of their face like right. that, Like why would they wouldn't make any sense they would aim like between the branches or whatever if they can so it added they added like a one second uh, uh, invincibility basically for uh, projectiles so now you can just set up uh, armies in trees, and it, and, it, and it, it's just super beneficial for defending, because mm-hmm. you set up all these armies, layers and layers in the trees, and uh, not only are they, like, blasting out all these arrows or bullets or whatever, but uh, the enemy force, if they're far enough away, those arrows are kind of hardening before they hit, they get to you, if that makes sense. Like, they're not going through the trees you're in. Um, they're hitting the branches that are covering you, so it. it it makes I forests see, yeah. a lot more uh of a of a defensive feature. Uh more than they already were. Already I mean, really I would only use forest areas to get away from cavalry, uh, because they just kinda suck in forests overall. Um Yeah. But I,
1: I would just I barely ever use the forest. I really only thought it would be good to like hide or use it to protect a forest. That's
0: the other thing. Uh uh hiding and to get like yeah a flanking attack uh it's just i i never really understood how much impact that can have on, on on combat uh i never it wasn't really something i paid attention to until i started getting uh like uh these sneaky units that have basically invisibility until they attack um and like as long as they're not visible so they could just keep running in and out of the forest uh like they'll they'll they come out sneak up behind the enemy and like just attack them and then I, I have them retreat away after like a quick attack back into the woods where they basically become invisible again because if the enemy loses sight of them they mm-hmm. they can't see them anymore um, so it's like a lot of the advanced strategies like that I'm starting to get to get into and um yeah I, I, I'm just I feel like I'm having infinite fun with this game because <laughs> every time I'm playing it it's like a different RTS um but and beyond that, Warhammer Three looks oh just am- amazing. Um, they showed off a siege into the Chaos Realm of Corn, <laughs> which <to laughs> those who don't understand Warhammer is one of the Demon Gods. His name is Corn with a K H O R N E. But it's just the, the I, something about the term Chaos Wastes of Corn. <laughs> just reminds me of, like, the Midwest. Like, yeah. these endless fields of, of corn syrup production. <laughs> oh, but anyway, I, uh, yeah, that's basically, apart from that, for me, it's been World of Warcraft. Uh, but oh. you've been, you've kind of just recently turned and uh, started playing a lot of Warhammer. How, how has that been going?
1: So it's been a huge... Huge task. Just, <laughs> it's like learning how to. It's like learning a new skill for me. It's like learning how to code <laughs> or learning how to like three D model. Way or more something. valuable
0: than any any of those. Those. those <laughs> it,
1: there there was a lot of time for me. Um, sunk into watching videos on like okay. This is what the game is about. Like, trying to figure out, like, what am I supposed to do with, like, my campaign board and, like, right. armies and, like, what's the pacing of the game? Like, that's something I had to feel out. So there's <laughs> a big part... Yeah, because you've
0: car- never really played Total Wars before, right?
1: No, not really. Like, I play Civ, yeah. and Civ kind of has this thing where it starts off really fast and then slows down well that didn't that's not really that doesn't really translate to total war i've found out like total war starts (laughs) off really fucking slow and then it gets going really fast as far as what actions per turn you are doing and definitely Yeah, yeah you
0: start out it's like i have one settlement and one army I'm going to fight one battle, maybe a turn, if that. Uh, But mostly I'm just kind of building up, getting things started. But once you – I feel like once you get, like, your first two armies and you're kind of, like, moving around, that's, like, the – for me that's, like, the golden age of of any campaign uh, that I start. Because, like, that's really the make or break. Like, either you're going to eke out your little corner of the world here or you're going to fail. Like, that's the critical period. Um, when everything's still kind of like on the knife's edge of one bad battle, you're like you're one bad battle away from just being fucked. Um, I feel like that probably lasts a while. And also that's dependent on like what faction you're playing,, uh, you know, all, all that stuff. but um, yeah, I, 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 I do enjoy that that part of the game once the the machine starts moving and you start kind of visualizing where the Empire could go or where, you know, what mountain is next or what, where should I block off these orcs so that they don't fucking steamroll me.
1: Yeah. Um, I think I've played kind of of like, like 20, 20 or 30 hours uh, this Dang, past week nice. of Total War Warhammer. Um, but yesterday I installed Total War Warhammer 2 Which was a complete surprise to, uh, (laughs) I I don't, like, I get so many emails, I didn't, like, later in the day I noticed it, but, like, Derek, he gifted me Warhammer 2, because I was, like, on the fence about it, I was like, I just got Warhammer 1, like, I don't (laughs) think I got the mileage out of it, and... You know, he knew I'm like
0: Warhammer One is part of Warhammer Two. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing—the weird ass way that they build things. But yeah,
1: I loaded, I loaded it up, and I did the, um, what is it, Mortal Empire campaign, yeah. and I p- selected the dwarves, and it's the same fucking campaign, except there's all these improvements to yep. how you like. Just the user interface, like city building, I noticed that I can mm-hmm. fit more improvements on my main city like right off the get-go. And yeah,
0: that's, I think, the the trap or like the weird spot right now is just like, if you play Total War Warhammer 1, you are playing like a five-year-old game. And if you play Total War Warhammer 2, you're playing a constantly updated, brand new, iterate, multiple iterated version of it. yeah. And when you were, because you had asked me earlier in the week if I wanted to play this weekend, and I was like, yeah, but I want to play too. <laughs> like, if we're going to do this, let's do the 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 current like, because this, they've made there's so many things, I couldn't imagine what it would be like going back to one because of all the, like the balance changes. Uh, like, orcs, for example, are a completely different faction now than they were in one. Um, but yeah, I'd say dwarves are probably the most static of all yeah. the races that I can imagine uh, as far as updates go I don't really I don't know if they've really had any DLC updates specifically to them uh, at they least added, not for uh, a while
1: yeah I don't know they added um the special units that you get as your hero oh yeah
0: up. like the ancestor or yeah. like the, the uh, regiments of Renown yeah um, that's what they are yeah. they're, they're,
1: that's pretty cool I like yeah I like that a lot cuz then my hero like my main leader's army is like super super stacked. It just oh, feels man, like yeah. it that's the way it should be. <laughs>
0: that's wow. uh and, and uh, it, that sort of system is actually baked into like if you ever play the Vampire accounts, they basically raise up any dead armies if there was like a battle Mm-hmm. using a system very similar to that so you can go from like having no units to having like 10 strong units if you ha- find like a big battle site uh, Oh, and it's just like a bunch of little shit like that.
1: Speaking of raising up I didn't learn this until yesterday but or maybe the other day but whatever um, after a city's been raised um, like burnt to the ground you can recolonize it. And I thought yes. that it was just ruined. Oh no <laughs> And I saw <laughs> so there was all there was probably like five ruined towns on the border of where the border princes were. And I was like Oh, oh man. I just needed this one town to Varenka complete the Hills. province. Yeah. Well, yeah, it wasn't Verenka Hills, but um oh. Oh. it was just west <laughs> of that. Yeah. And then I saw some blue army come in, and and all of a sudden there's a blue city right there. And then another blue city. I'm like, oh no! (laughs) Empire is this? Can they recolonize ruins? That's a pretty cool perk. And then, um, Varenka
0: Hills (laughs) fell actually. Oh, and then I place is in such a precarious position. Yeah, it's basically like the anvil that the the orc hammer always drops on at some point um, yeah
1: for, for me it but, was the uh, vampire counts but I pushed oh them, really yeah.
0: they came sweeping down that pass yeah, from the north I, I fucking holy shit yeah. they must have just annihilated uh, uh, Balthazar Gelt and the border princes and uh, yeah the Karakha... border princes what is it I forgot the kar- karak... whatever the kind of The other dwarves, the one with the crossbows. Um, Yeah, yeah. He loves... Yeah, whatever. Uh, Still. Wow. That's... See, I've never had that. I don't think I've ever seen the vampire cats go south like that. I I almost always see them go north.
1: I'm really surprised how different each playthrough is, because I played several campaigns. I didn't finish any of them, but I would start one and play for a while and be like, oh shit, you can do that? And then I just start over. <laughs> um, that's,
0: yeah, I mean, that's literally, I mean, that's kind of what I described earlier even with this latest playthrough that I'm doing. That's basically how I've been playing this game for forever because it's so fun to do that because yeah. the outcomes are so different, each radically different each time you play because there's so many variables. And with a world this big, that many different factions all kind of juggling for power at once it's <sighs> the, yeah the... what what happens is now that there's for me is that there's so many factions that I have and haven't played uh, or have just tried like by the time I'm like not sick of but kind of like burnt out from one faction another faction that I either haven't played yet at all or haven't played in a long time is suddenly super fun again and it's like this this cycle that is now continuing. Because um, in previous Total War games, I'd play for a while, like one campaign, like I'm Carthage, and now I've sacked Rome, and this is great. Oh, I'm going to go take take Britain. Uh, let's see how that goes. and Woo, this is cool. Hmm. And then you play through it again, and you're like I'm Rome, and it's the same world, and the same governments are going to kind of do the same things. <laughs> uh but you play the Warhammer thing and it's like oh fuck why are the orcs and the skaven working together oh fuck like mm-hmm. I feel like there's harder swings and way more random wild shit uh, that happens in the Warhammer game specifically and I guess that makes sense since it's literally a fantasy world but <laughs> um oh man I, I'm just I, I'm riding the high um and I'm excited to see uh, you play in it, and that—that's just oh, it's so exciting. I, I have never known anyone who's played a total war game. <laughs> really? Yeah, it seems—it
1: um, seems fun. I think we talked about it at one point, either on or off the air, about like these strategy games and what makes them really a immersive thing, and, like, I've always been, like, a really huge Civ fan, Mm, and basically 100% based on just, like, the the kind of enthusiasm for growth and growing and strategizing and all that, but I've always had that dissonance with the history aspect of it, like, why the fuck is gandhi launching gandhi nukes. with nukes yeah gandhi
0: with nukes it's They're always like, fucking why is gandhi montezuma
1: with... like
0: oh man reggie ray rano yeah. it's just <laughs> fucking oh actually that's a bad example because it's from the space one that isn't real but still why is abraham lincoln <laughs> fucking killing queen elizabeth
1: <laughs> yeah it... <laughs> doesn't make sense Ugh. but this game no. yeah if if civ released a fantasy version I would oh, so eat cool. that up. This is...
0: Oh, for sure. I
1: is pretty great. I will admit, I do a lot of um, auto-resolve auto for resolve, battles. Yeah. Uh, especially I, I when too. taking I, cities. Um, yeah, sieges, sieges are sieges, the
0: weakest point of the game. I, I, I found
1: that I know what I have to do. I need to get my... I gotta breach the wall and get in. But I'm just mm-hmm. like... It's... Uh, just it seems too similar every time I did it
0: the yeah, battles it's always just like one wall yeah. um the battles what, are pretty
1: it, it, different though yes. each time you get mm-hmm. it's kind of like almost a you get a wild card army every once in a while that's made <laughs> up of just like some weird shit and oh uh, yeah those
0: they uh those have a name in the game fiction or I, I forget what they're called like, uh, mercenary troops or something, I don't remember, but they specifically added those in recently or not too long ago where it's, like, this is just, like, meant to represent the wild random, like yeah. like, this is a party of humans and orcs that work together for some reason. And maybe it's based off someone's, like, own like, figure army or something, but who knows. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, with with a lot of that uh, I've found my way around it with mods recently uh, and I mentioned this a couple weeks ago that I, I kind of just discovered that there's a Steam Workshop so what I've been doing is trying to go through and find the workshop files that are that adhere to the spirit of the game uh, and only improve it if that makes sense Yeah. Um, like so The biggest one is uh, custom maps uh, in campaign. Uh, I, I forgot what the actual official name for it is. But it's just like this project that's been going on since Total War Warhammer 1 and is continuing through Total War Warhammer 3, where they're taking the entire Mortal Empires world map and just one by one picking out each zone and building a custom map for that zone. And they've already got like thirty or more maps. So at this point, it's like every other battle I'm doing is at a map I've never been to before. All of a sudden, after years of playing on like the same okay. Siege maps, okay.
1: So the battle maps, not the actual campaign map.
0: Right. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, the battle. That's map. Okay. The campaign I, map's I, yeah. the same, but the battle, like battles within the campaign, because uh, in total war games, it's typically based on just like your What's around your uh, army on the overma- overworld is like what they'll construct the battle map out of. But with, even then, it's just it's too much of the same over and over with uh, once you play a certain. I mean, it doesn't even take that long, especially for sieges. But sieges are where this that mod specifically has really helped. Like every almost every ma- major city is now unique now. So it's not just that one wall. And some of them are cheesier than others. Like, there's some where it's like, wow, this is literally a whole map of city streets. So, like, if one force is using ranged, they're not going to be hitting those arrows. Like, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, like the balance is gone on some of the maps, but I don't really care. Like, it's a single-player game. I'm not doing the multi... There is a competitive multiplayer scene in, in Total Warhammer, and I have, like, zero interest in, in going into that. Um it's just that's just the not the way I want to enjoy the game Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I there's two mods that I really really like so far that I got from the Steam Workshop and that was the uh, custom maps in the campaign and the additional lore um, additional lore events and lore descriptions and what that is is uh, every time I recruit a unit I have never recruited before It will bring a pop-up of, like, basically the wiki lore uh, translated into a pop-up that I can read through and be like, oh, damn, this is crazy. And it's for every single unit uh, in the entire game. And it's also, on top of that, it adds a bunch of pop-ups for when your main character goes to certain places in the world. Like, I had one where I'm playing as Ikit Claw, and uh, it was while I was... Uh, laying siege to Maralangiano or whatever uh, the town is called, Um, a, like, text thing pops up, and basically tells the text story of the defenders on the wall uh, expecting to fight the Skaven as Claw approached, and how instead he, like, unleashed rattling Mm. guns and (laughs) just annihilated... It like it makes it it makes your actions feel like the historical events, um, or at least like adds context. I I was playing a Henrik Kindler uh, campaign like uh, last week or the week before, and I learned so much of his backstory just from like venturing to cities that he had once been a mage in. And, like now he's like an evil guy, like uh, really? he raises the dead and stuff. But he used to be a mage, and it's like when you go to the I went to this town and suddenly it was like the last time uh kembler walked these streets uh, they had spat on him now the people's corpses lie low and and cover the ground beneath him and then then it just keeps going there's like paragraphs um but it's just so cool i love that shit so much and it's really improved uh i think the gameplay experience overall uh the other thing the, the third i would say most valuable mod that i i got from the workshop is um, one that allows you to vassalize and trade territory if necessary, um, hmm. which is something that was available in previous games, uh, like the historical games, but just was never really in a total war game because they kind of, like, lock the hatreds and stuff um, of factions to the lore, maybe a little too hard in for my tastes. Um, like... If I. Okay, if there's. Tilia, if Tilia is a faction and I'm, like, the Wood Elves and we're pretty far away from each other, but we just ha- hate each other for some reason, mm-hmm. and if I'm the Wood Elves and I protect Tilia and kill all of their enemies, they'll still hate me just because I'm the Wood Elves. Like, it's that kind of. Basically, I want to remove the racism mod, <laughs> but not, not like the. Uh like, country animosity. So, like, orcs are going to hate the humans and the, everyone, like, the the chaos is going to hate, death is going to hate order. Uh, like, the, the triumvirate of, I guess, factions in the Warhammer universe. But I guess it just kind of takes away a little bit of that, like, specific, weird... Some of the weird things that will happen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to describe it better without getting, like, way too deep into, like, what uh, specific examples. But that's basically like sanding off all the rough edges has been my goal in like my workshop, my Steam workshop mod searching so and I feel like it's been pretty successful because I've suddenly like it's it given me, it reinvigorated my interest in the game in completely
1: <clears throat> yeah that's really cool, I should but check I, that out
0: yeah I should like, I should get a list out or something of the ones that because I spent a long time trying to find ones that both Are compatible with each other and don't make the game broken Uh, and some of them work and some of them don't I had to disable a lot and like change load order but luckily the game uh, has a mod manager built into its launcher so at least that's nice Um, but yeah uh, this has been games on earth Mm -hmm. I mean it's been Warhammer all Warhammer all the time over here welcome to uh, Warhammer weekly where we discuss... I mean, that's probably a podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Games on Workshop, uh, where we discuss uh, all things uh, tabletop, uh, Age of Sigmar, everything Age of Sigmar. Um, Oh, that reminds me, actually. Uh, Speaking of Age of Sigmar, uh, Warhammer the Old World will be coming soon, which is a new tabletop... Uh, minifigure game from Games Workshop that takes place in the Warhammer Fantasy Old World space again. Uh, so the one that Total War Warhammer 2 takes place in. or I guess Total War Warhammer. Because after the end times, they ended that world. But because of Total War Warhammer and the success that it's hmm. had, like it's reignited that whole universe. Um, which I think is just amazing. Because I love call me old-fashioned, but I love Warhammer Fantasy, and I really don't like Age of Sigmar. Um, Warhammer Fantasy all takes place on one planet that sort of resembles Earth, but just those two things, like, it's in one space, and it's sort of familiar, make (laughs) the scale manageable, if that makes sense. Like, uh, the scale of 40k is most times just way too big for my liking like it's uncomfortably massive there's when there's a million billion planets with a million trillion uh humans and every enemy imaginable has infinite amounts it just makes the whole thing seem almost rote or like like the struggle of good and evil really doesn't matter because there will always be good and there will always be evil nothing seems like it's ever on the ropes whereas in the warhammer fantasy universe because there's only one like there's only one world and there's only one of each of these factions in one space like in total war Warhammer 2 you can wipe out the orcs like you can rid the world of chaos actually you can't do that in anything 40k you can't you can't like be decisive in any way in 40k if that makes sense. And uh, I love a return to that scale. And that makes me so glad that old war- old world's coming back just in time for me to get into painting and building figure armies. So I don't know, maybe I'll get some of that when that comes out uh, and see how that goes. Maybe that'll be, I haven't committed to collecting 40K figures yet. I just, I bought one crew mm-hmm. of dudes. Um, so, and fantasy i think overall is just more my wheelhouse in general but i guess we'll see um but either way i'm excited and it's a great time to be a warhammer fan right now uh, a total War warhammer fan or just like normal or 40k whatever it's kind of booming um uh, it's as you can tell because this is like the 16th straight week that i've discussed uh or the the world of warhammer but yeah wow and it's yeah it doesn't
1: help that I'm just getting into it oh no it helps (laughs) it's it's
0: wonderful (laughs) the the beauty of it is that it's such an old a long-standing fantasy franchise that there's just so much to it that if I feel like I could talk about it endlessly and I also at the same time feel like I there's so much I don't know um and I love that feeling it's basically just the the feeling of getting into any universe. Mm -hmm. Um, Like how I could like recite the history of World of Warcraft kind of thing, like all the hours I spent in high school just reading WoW wiki pages. Um, It it, it just reminds me of that kind of experience because I'm just getting excited, learning more and more and more little bits, uh, slowly building up to uh, a little hill of knowledge that I'm starting to get and it's it's just making these experiences playing these games way more interesting so if you're out there and you're playing a game that has supplemental materials go check those out because damn getting to know the game worlds that you play in more and having that interactive imaginative connection is really neat it's it's such a good experience I, I want more games to be that I guess I don't know. I, 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 I'm trailing off. I'm kind of rambling at this point, but <laughs> <laughs> I love it when there's a lot to dig in, dig into. You, you show me a Halo One. I'm not gonna be as interested, because what is the supplementary material there? A big pile of books, and everyone knows that reading sucks. <laughs> it's <goes> for lamos <laughs> Give me something with eight hundred million games, and. Uh, a table, I guess there are a lot of Warhammer, probably a lot more Warhammer books than Halo books bad example anyway, yeah. I don't know I'm, I'm definitely in ramble mode now a new Destiny thing came out that's pretty good apparently, I don't know <laughs> but people are upset about the transmog system that they botched in um, let me see, what else is in news uh, I don't have anything here Oh, Jesse's not here. Oh,
1: shit. I was going to say something, but... Did you wake up, Jesse? No. I thought you did. I thought he was just being really quiet. I locked him in the
0: pod. I closed closed the pod (sighs) because I wanted him to sleep. He needed his rest. He's a really tired boy. That
1: pod has been offline all week due to... It needing maintenance. There isn't oh, any sh-
0: air shit. in that wing. Oh no, that's the same wing I've been dumping in all of my fucking exhaust fumes into. Oh fuck, dude, we should go. I did also rotor router the pipes. I don't think. I don't think, I don't think that do helps. Anything.
1: No, we should just go and let Jesse out. Oh okay. Okay.
0: All right. uh, See you later, folks. Uh, We'll be back next week. Uh, Thanks, Kyle Lancer, for the intro, ultra music. And as always, have a good time. There's no time for this. (laughs) I'm going.
1: I got to go let him out.